Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a new episode of the Mark Cologne Podcast. Like I was saying, um, the pack, the podcast I do uh, Wednesday night. There's two podcasts a week now. One's for uh, NBA, MLB, NHL, NFL, and the other one, which will be on the weekend, is for wrestling. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. All wrestling and all wrestling podcast. That is right. You know what? I love it. I love it. I cannot wait to talk about everything. But first, let me let me tell you how everything went this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, <clears throat> after I got off the phone with you guys on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, we just you know grubbed out like like any other family would, grubbing, grubbing. He did until you hit the bone of the the chicken. If you had chicken, um, I know a lot of people eat chicken with turkey and all that. But um, we're Puerto Rican. We don't have turkey. We have cooked ham. We have panela. We have rice. Uh, we have rice. Um, what's that called? Uh, it's I'm trying to say figure it out in English. It's called a uh, potato salad. There you go, potato salad. Uh. Had some coquito as well. All good, all good. But um, then uh, yesterday we put up the tree for my mother-in-law. Um, did a couple other things today. Had an appointment with my wife for the baby. Um, and now I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Last night, last night I I actually watched uh, cause this is a tradition I do every year around. After Thanksgiving, going into Christmas, I gotta I gotta watch uh, the Grinch two or three times, maybe four. So that's what we were doing last night. Um, I every time every time I watch it, I, I I can't get over it. I can't get over the movie. All right, then I just watched it, Chapter Two. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie at all. If you guys haven't seen it, I recommend it. Now, if you're into like. I want to see a horror that's going to j- make me jump on my seats. There's a couple, like, two or three spots there, but it ain't something that uh, something that's going to make you jump out your seat every five seconds. I'll tell you that. It's got a little comedy to it and whatnot, but um, it's very a very good movie. I can say, I can say that. Very good movie. If you look into it right and you, you actually, actually sit down, look at the details and everything, it's a very good movie. That's for sure. All right, well, my son's still not here yet. Um, a couple guys have said, like, at work, oh, I think the baby's going to come this day, I think this day. So um, one said the 4th, me and another one said the 7th, one said the 11th. Um, my wife says the 26th. I say the, I say the 7th or the, um, the 25th. My wife, she had a scare the other day because she said the 26th of November or of December. And she thought uh, her water broke the 26th the other day. It was a couple of days ago, four days ago, and um, it didn't, though, guys. It didn't. But, yeah, we thought, oh, maybe, babe, you got one right. Mm-hmm. Nope. Maybe for December. We'll see, though, right? We'll see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about 
we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games, Survivor Series Raw, SmackDown, AEW Dynamite, NXT, and we will also talk about rumors. All right, so let's talk about it. All right, NXT War Games 3 recap. Angel Garza defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott via pinfall. Um, I've seen I've seen all the matches. Um, I usually for takeovers I don't really get into them. Um, but recently I've been you know NXT's been winning my heart over. So uh, I sat down and watched this whole pay per view. I had I got there just in time because uh, I was getting a haircut and um, but I got there in time and uh. This this match was very, it was good it was good I gotta admit it wasn't that bad um then the women's war games match was was on next and uh, Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae defeated Shayna Baszler via pinfall Io Shirai Bianca Belair and Kaylee Ray now this this ladies and gentlemen was a hell of a match now you might be asking. You might be asking, what happened to Taken Knox and Dakota Kai? And I'm going to say Dakota Kai turned her back on Team Ripley. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It was crazy. But it was a hell of a match. It made the match more intense. And uh, I would have never had this any other way. All right. Then we have Pete Dunn defeated... Damian Priest via pinfall and Killian Dane to become the new number one contender for the NXT championship. Now this was a hell of a match. I gotta say, all three men they they did their thing. I got I got I gotta say it, ladies and gentlemen. They did do their thing. I was very impressed and uh I I can't wait, people. I cannot wait. I can't wait to see what happens. I cannot wait to see what happens in the near future for Pete Dunne. Then, Finn Balor defeated Matt Riddle via pinfall. This was also a pretty good match. Um, I say uh, keep it going. My, my, one of my favorite parts of the match, though, was when... Uh, the, the WWE might be setting something up, and um, I'd love to see it. But um, it was funny when Matt Riddle hit the spear and the jackhammer on a uh, Finn Balor. That was that was very exciting. So, uh, but yeah, excuse me. Mm. But uh, I can't wait to see what happens. with Finn Balor, Matt Riddle in the future. Maybe they get another rivalry in. Who knows? Then the men's war games uh, match was was next. And uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic, and Kevin Owens defeated Undisputed Era via pinfall. Now, Kevin Owens got a huge pop once the fans found out who it was. Oh, man. Did the gr- did the crowd go crazy? <laughs> the crowd went nuts, people, to be honest. The crowd went nuts. And it was a hell of a match. This was my favorite match of the night. 
this one and the women's match, it was definitely um, worth watching. Definitely worth watching. Um, yeah, that was that was NXT War Games for you, and WWE was just getting started because Survivor Series did not disappoint at all as well. Survivor Series was a hell of a pay per view as well, and usually, if take if a takeover was um was great, then usually most of the time, uh the main 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 pay per view won't be great. But uh, yeah, it it was great, people. It was great. And here it is. Soul Survivor Series. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode win the tag team battle royal. <clears throat> Order of Elimination were Forgotten Sons, Lucha House Party, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, Imperium, Heavy Machinery, Brizango, Revival, The OC, and The Street Profits. The Cruiserweight Championship was on the line. Leo Rush defended it successfully against Kalisto and Akira Tozawa to retain the title on the kickoff show. And then tag team champions Viking Raiders from Raw defeated Undisputed Era from NXT via pinfall and New Day from SmackDown. Those three matches were on the kickoff show. Now to start off the match, we to, sorry to start off the night, we started off right. By having women's Survivor Series match go on when Rhea Ripley from NXT defeated Sasha Banks via pinfall as NXT Ripley, Candice LeRae, and Io Shiari survives. Um, don't forget Candice LeRae and Io Shiari faked an injury, which then they would come out to distract Sasha Banks so Rhea Ripley can pick up the win for Team NXT. Alright, then the question that everybody was asking all night was which side is Kevin Owens on? And who who was Owens confronted by out of all the people? He was confronted by Seth freaking Rollins. It's Seth Rollins confronted Owens asking him, where does your loyalty stand? And Kevin Owens reminded him that where does Seth Rollins' loyalty stand a couple from a couple years ago? All right, then the mid-card championships match was on, and uh, Roderick Strong from NXT defeated Shinsuke Nakamura from SmackDown via pinfall, and AJ Styles from Raw. This was a pretty good match as well. Um... Yeah, this pay like I said, pay per view was awesome, guys. All right, um, NXT Championship was on the line, and this was uh the match of the night, I have to say. And here it is, NXT Championship on the line. Adam Cole su- successfully defended it against Pete Dunne via pinfall to retain the title. Um, this was a hell of a match. This is the match that I say. This is the match that stole the show, to be honest. This is the match. 
that took everyone for their marbles. This was a hell of a match. A tremendous match. Universal Championship was on the line. The Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Daniel Bryan via pinfall to retain the title. This was a wonderful match as well between uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan. Because usually, like I always say, uh, Bray Wyatt is the one always, you know, dominating. And he was at first, don't get me wrong. But then uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan got some momentum going, but The Fiend put a stop to all of that. Rey Mysterio mentally prepares. Though Mysterio reminisced that he had not fought Brock Lesnar in 15 years, he said he has changed recently, showcasing that steel pipe Getting ready to put the hurts on Brock Lesnar. The men's Survivor Series elimination match. Roman Reigns defeated Keith Lee via pinfall as the sole survivor for SmackDown. This was not a bad match. I actually thought SmackDown was in deep trouble. Seeing how um, Corbin... Corbin was going at his own teammates, and uh, Reigns hit him with a spear to get him eliminated, but uh, that didn't cost him. It didn't cost SmackDown, though. The WWE Championship was on the line. Brock Lesnar defeated Rey Mysterio via pinfall to retain the title no-holds-barred match. Even with the, the help of Mysterio's son, Dominic, and Mysterio himself, Brock Lesnar, was still able to come away with the victory and retain the championship. I tell you what, people. For a minute. For a good minute. I like this match. All the matches I like. This one I like just how they played it off. How Dominic oh, is just going to throw in the towel for his dad. Next thing you know, a low blow by the two. <laughs> but WWE. Has finally, finally won my hearts away. They finally, finally got it right, and nobody can say anything. Now, was there no? Was there a CM? Was CM Punk or a Ronda Rousey in no show? Yes, they didn't show. But I don't care. This pay per view was worth it all. The women's champions, Shayna Baszler, defeated Bailey via submission and Becky Lynch. And then after the match, Lynch got her revenge on Baszler by attacking her. But uh, Becky, sorry, Shayna Baszler. People, Shayna Baszler is going to be the next big thing. It, Shayna Baszler will be the next. I'm saying it here, ladies and gentlemen. She will be the next big thing for the women's division if she isn't already. All right? I'm telling you right here, right now, that that, that young lady, she's going she's gonna to do big things in, uh, in WWE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. I see, I see it going on now. All right. But... The wrestling world is not over yet because we have WWE Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins' heel turn seemingly 
begins. Yes, you've heard it right, ladies and gentlemen. The post-Survivor Series Raw began on Monday night with Seth Rollins holding a town hall as fellow superstars surrounded the ring. He first addressed the CM Punk chants from the crowd, japping back that Punk is too busy sitting behind the desk in Los Angeles to show up and make the changes that he always talks about. Rollins said it breaks his heart with an, that NXT cleaned house at Survivor Series before telling his co-workers they all sucked on Monday, on Sunday night. Sorry. We went from being the A show to being the C show. Rollins said he asked for superstars to speak out, to speak up, sorry, calling out Randy Orton, Charlotte Flair, and Rey Mysterio for their failures before everyone eventually walked out on the former two-time Universal Champion. As Rollins watched his peers leave him high and dry, Kevin Owens showed up on the apron behind him. Rollins then ran it on Owens, telling him that he was lazy and just wanted to be Seth Rollins. Owens, without having having said a word during the segment, simply delivered a stunner to Rollins and walked off backstage with Charlie Caruso. And enraged Rollins said that it'll be him versus Owens in the ring later tonight. Later in the night with Caruso, Owens said he heard every word Rollins said about wanting to make Raw better. The difference between them, though, is that Owens has never tried to be something that he's not. Not even when people try to order him to be something different. I am Kevin Owens, and I will always be Kevin Owens, and I will always be fine with that, Owens said. He promised Rollins that the second stunner he received tonight will turn Monday Night Rollins into the Kevin Owens show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I love this segment. This was probably the best segment in a long time, opening segment in a long time from WWE. And you know what? Kevin Owens got it right. Kevin freaking Owens. That's right, Rollins. You ain't no, you're Seth losing Rollins. That's what you are. Let's, let's get something right. What Kevin Owens said was all true about Seth Rollins. It was all true from going on to Sunday night to Monday night. Now, what also, if Seth Rollins wants to be pointing fingers at who did wrong and who did what and did not do their job, Seth Rollins look in the damn mirror, all right? Because first of all, if you wouldn't have your head so far up, the uppers, the up, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, your boss's ass, maybe, maybe. Raw wouldn't be the C show. <clears throat> All right. Then Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens ended in a no contest. AOP hit the ring near the conclusion of the match, and Akam and Razar, Razar sorry, began to beat down Owens after he was the first to attempt to fight back. When the duo was done manhandling Owens, they teased, turning their attention to Rollins who was huddled in the corner and welcoming the challenge. Instead of delivering Rollins a beatdown, though, they simply walked up the ramp. Rollins nailed two stomps to a prone Owens to close the show while again screaming that he wanted to make Raw better. Now, before I move on, if this isn't a heel turn, then I don't know what is, ladies and gentlemen. This is... 
more of a heel turn that we'll, than we'll ever see in WWE's world of wrestling. Yes. This is a heel turn, ladies and gentlemen. It's right clear and steer like a deer in headlights in front of you. All right. This is absolutely positively a heel turn by Seth Rollins. All right. Now, how the heel turn goes, I'm hoping it goes as good as it did with the last one. But only time will tell. Plus, WWE already announced on Monday Night Raw, Seth Rollins will be issuing a apology. And I hope it really isn't an apology. I hope it goes something like this. I apologize, me, Seth Rollins. I apologize that I did not turn my back on you guys sooner. I hope it goes something like that, and I hope it happens this Monday night. If not, we build it up till TLC. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. All right, new United States champion crowned. The scheduled matchup for the United States championship between the champion AJ Styles and challenger Humberto Carrillo. Carrillo. I never know how to say it. Never began as Humberto was attacked from behind during his entrance by the OC as, as Styles gloated Ricochet, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and Rey Mysterio all emerged to stake their claim to a title shot. Ricochet proposed the four men have a fatal four-way match to determine who would challenge Styles for the U.S. title tonight. And given the fact that the winner would have to compete in back-to-back matches, Styles accepted those terms. Rey Mysterio defeated Ricochet via pinfall Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre in a fatal four-way match. Mysterio earned the victory with a small package on Ricochet. The United States Championship was on the line. Rey Mysterio defeated AJ Styles via pinfall to win the title. The OC were ejected to the back earlier, reemerged later in the match after the referee had been inadvertently knocked out. Orton came out for the save, however, and nailed Styles with an RKO off the 619 from Mysterio, who then followed up with a frog splash for the title-winning victory. Post-match, Dominic Mysterio was out to celebrate the victory with his father. Later in the night, ahead of the main event, Styles was asked about his loss, but the only words he was able to speak out of frustration were Randy Orton. I think we will be getting a Randy Orton and AJ Styles feud. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Let's see what happens in the near future. Maybe a triple threat match between Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles for the United States Championship. That wouldn't be bad as well either. What else happened on Monday Night Raw? Rusev emerged from the crowd and attacked Bobby Lashley. I believe this made this uh this little rivalry. I think it made it a little bit more better. But I still say um get over with it. I feel like. They should be done with it, but um, it does make it a little bit more interesting. 
<clears throat> then the AOP defeated Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder via pinfall in the return to in-ring action after a powerbomb neckbreaker combo finishing maneuver. Um, Andrade defeated Akira Tozawa via pinfall after the Hammerlock DDT. Uh, Alistair Black cut a pre-taped promo on Buddy Murphy in which he told him there was repercussions of knocking on his door while Murphy has a scheduled match on Monday night. Black said that he will come to collect. Buddy Murphy defeated Matt Hardy via pinfall. It's good to see Matt Hardy back in the ring. Uh, but uh, good win for uh, Buddy Murphy. Then Oscar defeated Charlotte Flair via pinfall. Um, Eric Rowan defeated Kyle Roberts enhancement talent via pinfall after the Iron Claw Slam. That was Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Now we move on to Wednesday night. That is right. And we talk about AEW Dynamite. And it looks like we will be getting a rivalry with John Moxley and Chris Jericho. A rivalry we have been waiting for ever since we've seen John Moxley make his debut, which I cannot wait for. And it was an eventful night for the champion, Chris Jericho. The AEW World Championship was in the line. Chris Jericho defeated Scorpio Sky via submission. Um, what else happened on AEW? Dynamite Best Friends defeated Lucha Bros via pinfall. Bia Presley and M M Emi Sakara defeated Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida via pinfall. Cody defeated Matt Nix via submission. Kenny Omega defeated Pac via pinfall. Dynamite, Dynamite Diamond Ring MJF defeated Adam Hangman Page via pinfall. And Dustin Rhodes was cutting an in-ring promo. All right. That was AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. Now we go to WWE NXT. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Um... And then I'll give you guys the um the 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 wrestler of the week and uh I'll give you guys the rumors and uh um then I'll give you who went up and who went down this week, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, so here we go. People people NXT Undisputed Era spoils the party. NXT started with the entire roster hitting the ring to celebrate and rap along with a new NXT theme. Undisputed Era interrupted the fun to explain that the fans and wrestlers are not NXT, but they are NXT. Tommaso Ciampa interrupted Adam Cole's rant to promise that Undisputed Era will lose its tag team titles tonight. Roderick Strong's days as North American champion were numbered and that he would be taking Goldie back from Adam Cole soon with no one standing in his way. This led Finn Balor out to literally stand between the two sides, so Ciampa challenged him for a match later in the show. 
NXT Tag Team Championships were on the line. The Undisputed Era defeated Keith Lee and Dominic via pinfall to retain the titles. Just as the match begun, uh, Bobby Fish was injured after being thrown out of the ring and landing on Kyle O'Reilly. The back of Fish's knee banged into the front of O'Reilly's knee. Fish was pulled during the commercial break for Roderick Strong, who hit the ring in his legitimate street clothes as he was not dressed for action. A hot tag to clean, uh, sorry, a hot tag to Lee cleaned house, but double team action by O'Reilly and Strong put the champions back in, in the advantage. However, Dominic somehow managed to lift O'Reilly up from the triangle armbar into a chokeslam while, while grabbing Strong for another one. Lee tried a spirit bomb on the outside but was chopped down, so Dominic did a cannonball senton followed by another double chokeslam. Cole made his way down to the ring to interrupt, but Lee intercepted body checking him clean into the crowd. Distracted by Lee's move, Dominic was caught off guard by total elimination, and Lee was too late to make the save. The Lee spot with Cole was fantastic, but the finish left him to be desi desired. Credit where it's due to, to Strong for stepping in cold. Yeah, I hope um, I hope everything's alright with the that's tough, man. I hope everything's all right with Bobby Fish. Hopefully, uh, if it's a real injury, hopefully he can recover very soon. <clears throat> Never want to see that. Um, Damn man, Sword defeated Shane Thorne via pinfall. Uh, Candice LeRae defeated Dakota Kai via disqualification. All right. Um, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship was on the line. Leo Rush defeated Akira Tozawa via pinfall to retain the title. Then Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler brawl after after Lee defeated Vanessa Bourne via pinfall. Looks like Ripley and Shayna Baszler will be going after be having a title match very soon, probably for the next takeover. Then uh, Finn Balor defeated Tommaso Ciampa via pinfall. After throwing Ciampa outside the ring following a sling blade, Balor attempted a 1916 DDT on the entrance ramp only to see it reversed into an air raid crash. Back in the ring project, project Ciampa got a 2.8 count in... Balor reversed fairy tale ending into a double stomp followed by a a driving drop kick as Balor prepared for the coup de gras. Champa scurried to the top rope to land an avalanche air air raid crash. Just as Champa was set to capitalize, Cole ran down to the ring to interfere, but got knocked down and left his title in the ring. Champa kicked out of a quick cover, and Balor did the same. Balor caught Champa with a slam onto the title. The referee noticed but chose not to disqualify it as it was accidental. And with her back turned as she removed the strap from the ring, Cole caught Champa with a kick. Balor followed with the 1916 DDT for the win. 
After the match, Cole and Balor stood over Ciampa. Cole flashed his Undisputed Era signal while Balor displayed the double guns. However, when when Cole patted Balor on the back as if they were friends, Balor hit him with a pillow kick, making it clear he was not on Cole's team. NXT is clearly going in a triple threat direction with these three, and it will be interest, interesting to see when that trigger is pulled. No pun intended. There was nothing wrong with this match, but it was not particularly noteworthy. The post-match angle saved it some. Um, This match, ladies and gentlemen. This match. I cannot wait. This is um, actually, this would be a... It would be very good to save this for a takeover. You got... Rhea Ripley versus uh, Rhea Ripley versus Basler, and then um, Champa versus Balor versus Cole for another takeover. Cause I know they've been talking about leaving takeovers for Sundays to see if they get how the viewers go. So they might do do a takeover before the Royal Rumble. They might might do something like that, people. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see, though. All right. Let's talk about WWE SmackDown. Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan aren't done yet. WWE Universal Champion Bray Wyatt hosted a new edition of the Firefly Funhouse. He said he'd give Daniel Bryan another chance to play if he lets him in. During camera flashes to The Fiend, Wyatt was holding a belt that featured The Fiend's mask in place of the standard title. Later in the night, Brian was asked if he was ready to answer Wyatt's challenge, but the FFH interrupted before he could answer. Wyatt cut to a, to a music video when he and Huskis the Pig rapping about food and reptilians. Brian did not answer one way or the other. Speaking no words during the segment later, Miz talked to Brian, sharing the dangers of facing Wyatt and saying Brian is too important to the SmackDown locker room and to his own family and to his own family to accept the rematch. Brian closed the show with an in-ring promo claiming Miz's warning the fiend changes people, citing Finn Balor and Seth Rollins' recent heel turns. As examples, was a good thing because he needed to change. Brian then said the fans had revived the Yes movement, which he previously claimed was dead. As Brian chanted Yes along with the fans to accept the challenge of a rematch, another Firefly Funhouse interruption took place. Wyatt said Brian helped him build the Funhouse before saying he was a man of his own word and would introduce the previously teased new face for the set. The lights cut before Wyatt popped up through the ring, locked Brian in the mandible claw, and dragged him through the ring, and through the ring, ripping out handfuls of Brian's hair in the process. Wyatt's, Wyatt continued to pull up handfuls of hair as the show came to a close. I loved it. I love it. You know, I was wondering the other night. I'm thinking, you know, I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, how far could the fiend 
go? How far can Bray Wyatt take this Fiend character? And I'm seeing how much farther he can actually go. And I love it, yeah? I love it. Every single bit of it. Roman Reigns snaps after being triple teamed. Roman Reigns opened the show discussing SmackDown's victory and the men's Survivor Series tag match this past Sunday, thanking every member of his team before calling out to calling out the dummy on his team, King Corbin. Corbin, of course, took credit for the victory and claimed Reigns the matches. Soul Survivor got him eliminated from the match out of jealousy. Corbin shot down Reigns' challenge to a match, saying the big dog would instead be wrestling Robert Roode to kick off the show, promising Reigns would leave the arena on a stretcher. Facing Roode with Corbin and Dolph Ziggler at ringside, Reigns initially overcame the odds, avoiding Roode's attempt to use Corbin's scepter before hitting a spear for the victory. After the match, Ziggler ran in for the attack, roughing up Reigns before eating a Samoan drop. Reigns also dispatched with Corbin before Rude finally managed to attack with the scepter from behind. Rude laid Reigns' head on a chair and attempted to hit him with the scepter again before Reigns escaped and hit a Superman punch and a spear through the ringside barricade. Reigns continued triumphant moment by throwing the announcer's chairs on Rude and laying out Ziggler with the ring steps before flipping the announce desk onto Rude, who was the man ultimately leaving the arena on a stretcher. This was good. This, ladies and gentlemen, but not only builds up TLC for Roman Reigns and Corbin or a three-on-one match against, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But all I know, ladies and gentlemen, all I know, this made the big dog look very, very strong. Heading into the road to WrestleMania, um, other things going on. Because, you know, a lot of people are talking about, well, they might have The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Well, what if they have... Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again. I mean, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a great choice for me, but I don't want to. I really don't want to see Roman Reigns dethrone the Fiend at WrestleMania. That would be very uh that would suck to be honest. Anyways, what else happened on WWE SmackDown? A video package aired for Sheamus after a lengthy. Atmos from WWE programming, the former world champion called out the SmackDown locker room for having become for having become soft, specifically mentioning Wyatt Corbin and Shorty G. Oh, can't wait to see what Sheamus does when he comes back. It's gonna be awesome. And Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak via pinfall. Sasha Banks and Bailey cut an in-ring promo, refusing to take heat for their respective losses at Survivor Series. Banks said she did not get to pick her own team for the women's tag team match and that the entire team was the weak link. Bailey said there is no way Bezler is as good as her. Lacey Evans entered after the duo began running her down on the mic. Evans claimed it was, the, it was time for a new face 
of the SmackDown Women's Division before laying out Banks with the women's right. Nikki Cross defeated Sonya Deville via pinfall with an inside cradle prior to the match. Mandy Rose ran down Cross saying she looked like a cold plate of Thanksgiving leftovers following following Cross's quick win. Ross Rose sorry, attacked her from behind before Alexa Bliss ran in to make the save, eventually hitting a double DDT with Cross on Rose before the tag partners celebrated with a hug. Elias returned to SmackDown, playing a brief song and saying he had been gone on a journey. This interrupted an interaction between Dana Brooke and Drake Maverick involving a mistletoe backstage. SmackDown Tag Team Championships were on the line. The New Day defeated Shisuke Nakamura and Cesaro via pinfall to retain the title, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right, now that was uh, your shows of the week. Now we can um, we can talk about WWE rumors, ladies and gentlemen. Our rumor roundup of the week. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. For whatever it's worth, the Observer says Bray Wyatt is now the top merchandise seller in WWE, which makes sense. Uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt is very uh, polari- a polarizing figure right now in WWE. And um, he deserves it. In the latest issue of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, it is pointed out that there were many within WWE who felt Corey Graves was the victim after his tweets about Mauro Ronaldo led to Moralo taking time off. Alright, people. The first time Mar whatever Mauro did this, I said, alright, you know, they gotta leave the poor guy alone. Now this happens again. Now, Corey Graves does not struck me as an asshole. I'm sorry for the foul language, but uh yeah, people, he doesn't serve me as someone that's going to, uh, you know, give you stuff that may, I seen, J- all right, JBL, I was like, all right, whatever, you know, maybe JBL's being a little bit of an ass, but Corey Graves, no, 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 that's why when this rumor hits, and I just said it, I believe it. I believe Corey Graves is the victim. I don't know if it's because he want the dude want spotlight, or he just likes getting heel commentators in trouble. Cause that's what Corey Graves is. Like JBL was back in the day, he was a heel commentator. That's exactly what Corey Graves is, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, yeah, just deal with it, you know. Whatever you got going on, dude, just get get over yourself. They also say the original plan for Shayna Baszler going into Survivor Series was to groom her for Becky Lynch and have her on the main roster in 2020. And I believe that will happen, ladies and gentlemen. I believe for the takeover for, I want to say, the Royal Rumble, I believe... Shayna Baszler will lose the title, depending who her who her opponent opponent is, and then uh, they'll bring her in. Um, I'm gonna say 
if Ronda Rousey in the, isn't isn't available for WrestleMania match against uh, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler will take her spot and will uh, face Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Title at WrestleMania. You heard it here first. EC3 has been out due to a concussion he suffered in September, according to Dave Metzler. You see, I don't know how how um same the concussions are for wrestling and uh, football, but I know for football, usually you're only out for like two or three weeks, depending on the concussion. Um, Like one of the Philadelphia Eagles offensive linemen had a concussion, and he was out for Patriots game. He got hurt early, so he was out for that game. Then he was out for the Seahawks, against the Seahawks, but he's back this week. So I don't know how it is for WWE. Maybe it's a lie. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you'll find out soon. Um, he also says the idea of doing takeover shows on Sundays is to, is to experiment with it to see how it does viewership-wise, like I was saying, ladies and gentlemen, earlier. Um, that's all it's about. It's not about keeping it permanently. I mean, if the viewership is expanding over better than Saturdays, then they might, you know, do it for a, like a, they'll do it for sure. Which I don't know how that worked. It'll probably be, have to be a week before the main, the main pay-per-views or the week after. Alright, um, before I go on and keep talking about more rumors, let's talk about WWE Starcade, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen that there's, there's one, um, tomorrow. So, I checked it out, right? I checked it out, I was like, alright, cool, I'm gonna, I already told the wife, I told the wife earlier this week, I'm gonna watch it. I had a pay-per-view going on and shit. I'm going to watch it. But they're only showing like two shows on the WWE Network. So I guess I'm not going to watch it. I guess it's just football. I'm going to be watching. Because the only matches that they'll be showing are... All right, here they are. Last man standing match between Rusev and Bobby Lashley in a four-way match for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships between the Kabucky Warriors, Charlotte Flair, Becky and Becky Lynch, Bailey and Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Oh, and it will be all. It will also include a special edition of the Kevin Owens Show featuring special guest Ric Flair. So, yeah. Live show starts at 6.30 p.m. Start time at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, You can watch it on WWE Network. Um, The match card is, though, which when I looked at this match card, I was like, you know what? I can can watch this. But they're not going to show the whole pay-per-view, which sucks. Because they have Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match for the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Seth Rollins versus Eric Rowan. Women's Tag Team Championships won't be on the line. Like I said, Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch versus Bayley and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, 
The Intercontinental Championship will be on the line. Shisuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn versus the Miz Handicap Match. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. SmackDown Tag Team Championships will be on the line. The New Day versus The Revival. Then Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Last Man Standing Match live on the WWE Network. I wish, I wish they were given this full pay-per-view. But if I had to go, I'm going to go with predictions. I'm going to go, here it is. I'd have to go with uh, Bray Wyatt. I got Bray Wyatt winning. Um, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, the Kabuki Warriors retaining, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Sami Zayn retaining. Uh, I got... Kevin Owens beating AJ Styles, The New Day retaining, and Rusev defeating Bobby Lashley. That's what I would have to go with. All right. Now, let's see some of the things that are going on in the news. News report. News report, right? Looks like Batista and Dana Brooke are getting a little romantic. Well, well, well. Who knows what's going on there? Y2J, Chris Jericho, has sold 10,000 bottles of the bubbly. Vince McMahon lifts ban on the word wrestler. Liv Morgan reacted to fans wondering where she was at on SmackDown Live. So... Here it is. And Liv, Liv Morgan responded the best way possible. She put a picture like if it was loading. Like if it, the picture was loading. And uh, it um, I had like two dots. And it says, but I can hear you. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know what's up with. Big fan of hers. Hopefully she could get in the ring and, you know. Make a give her a push. Hell, she's talented as they come. All right. Uh, they asked her angle. Um, who's the following wrestlers that need to get a push from WWE? Kurt Angle says Shorty G, Cedric Alexander, and Lacey Evans. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. All right. Um, like I said, people. We got TLC coming up. Ooh. It's going to be great. TLC. I feel like TLCs should be good, people. Should be good. Um, I feel like we need to get the Hardy Boys back. Um, We need to get uh the Usos back in. Hopefully, we get that soon, people. Hopefully, we get them... Some some of the wrestlers we need, and hopefully we get them back very soon. You know, Royal Rumble's coming up, the Road to WrestleMania is coming up, and uh, no better time to have them there than than that time. You know, um, so hopefully, hopefully, like I said, we get them back, and we can just um, we can just do what we gotta do. You know, um. WWE is great right now, people. Um, SmackDown was great. Raw was great. NXT was great. Uh, 
excuse me, Survivor Series, uh, War Games, they, they were all great. I'm not going to lie to you. I would never lie to you guys. Now, Superstar of the Week. I've been deciding I'm doing men's and a woman's. From the women's, I would have to give it an Oscar. She did not kneel down to the queen. She spit in her face, which I love. She spit in her face with mist. And she beat her on Monday Night Raw. She beat Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw. We need more Oscar. We need more of this heel Oscar. Especially if they lose the titles. I say... Give her another push, but a dominant push at that championship. All right. Men's Superstar of the Week would have to go to the one, the only, the big dog, Roman Reigns. Um, He gets SmackDown Live a victory for on the men's five versus five versus five match. All right. He does that. Then... Roman Reigns goes berserk. He just takes out everybody in his way. Excuse me. Takes out everybody in his way to 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 make make a statement. That's all it was. Roman Reigns made a statement this past week on Friday night. And you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I loved it. Roman Reigns did exactly what I've been asking him to do. Roman Reigns made sure that everyone remembered whose yard it really is. By taking out Baron Corbin in the Survivor Series match, saying, I can do this on my own. Taking out Team Raw, Team NXT, being the sole survivor, having a hell of, what, five minutes with Keith Lee in the ring. Those were only five minutes. That was a hell of a match between the two. Um, And then uh, to take three men at once on Friday Night SmackDown, King Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode, to just take them down how he did. Roman Reigns is going into TLC with some momentum in a couple weeks. He's going to be going into the Royal Rumble with, with momentum, the road to WrestleMania with some momentum, ladies and gentlemen. It is looking like Roman Reigns will be getting the push that was rumored a couple weeks ago. And, um, well, I don't know, I don't know what I want to see more of Rus- WrestleMania. Sorry, not a WrestleMania, uh, see Roman Reigns main event WrestleMania or see him. Turn heel. I would have to go with Turn Hero right now. I've seen him in a couple of WrestleManias. I, I think it's time for him to get that heel turn going. Seth Rollins is um has turned heel. Why not him, right? I, I think I think it's I think it's time, people. I think I think it is time for Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen, to turn heel. But for him to turn heel, something drastic has to happen. Um, either with the fans or with the with the fellow superstars, something has to happen. I was hoping he would some way, somehow, just take out Seth Rollins at Survivor Series. But it didn't happen, but I believe it will happen. 
very, 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 very soon, ladies and gentlemen. I feel it coming. If if not for if not a hill turn, he's winning a championship very soon, people. No doubt about that. Um that's what fans want. That's why they pay so much for his merchandise. But I say if you're gonna have him main event or win the Royal Rumble, I say you make you make Roman Reigns, ladies and gentlemen. You make him go to Monday Night Raw. Whoever the champion is, I hope it's not Brock Lesnar. I hope it's uh May it could be it could be Seth Rollins, ladies and gentlemen. We could have Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at the on the main event of WrestleMania. One heel, one face. We have it go down. I think that's the way you have to go if you're WWE. And that's the only way you should go if you're WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I think that's the right way. <clears throat> Now, I have to give you who went up and who went down for the week. Yep. It doesn't matter if it's NFL, NBA, NFL, NBA, NHL, or MLB, or WWE. All right. So, I'm going to start with who went down. Who went down? <clears throat> it's Coach Clapp. I was grubbing on Thanksgiving Day. I'm saying, I hope the Cowboys lose. But how the Cowboys lost on Thursday night was sad, people. I never, <clears throat> never in my life seen the Cowboys. Well, yeah, never seen them lose like that in a very long time, ladies and gentlemen. At least not that bad. Dak Prescott had an uh, interception, two fumbles. It was it was a bad day for Dak Prescott. So get off my man Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's right, people. Well, you thought I wasn't gonna say it? Oh, I'm gonna say it. So with that being said, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys, Coach Clap, Jason Garrett, this one's especially for you. And give Jerry Jones a piece of napkin tissue, <clears throat> toilet paper if you want. But here you go, buddy. This is for you. That is right. That's what you are. Because guess what? You guys, as as much as my guys, we're supposed to be like the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, um, their records or what, nine and three, eight and three, whatever. Um, they're supposed to have those type of records right now. We're supposed to be the two best teams in the NFC, and we're not. So for that, you guys get that. You guys indeed get that. All right. Now, who went up, ladies and gentlemen? I will give you who went up in a couple of minutes after I give you this message. Now, I know a lot of people cannot find podcasts everywhere. But if you want to find the podcast, a specific podcast, you go to CastBox, Patreon, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you can find podcasts, you can find my just one like mine. You can find it here or anywhere else. All you gotta do 
is have like I said, Castbox, Anchor, Patreon, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any of those podcasts, and you can listen to my podcast or anybody else's and enjoy it for the rest of the day, like me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, who went up? That's right. Who went up? Would have to be NXT. Who else would it be, ladies and gentlemen? Who else would I put in that place? Others than NXT, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. I am putting in this spot, in this cold, sweet chair. Y'all can put your feet up, drink a cold beer. <sighs> That's right. NXT. NXT, ladies and gentlemen, has brought the most flair. They are <clears throat> absolutely positively they are they are show a smackdown show b and raw is uh, you can put them all the way to the bottom of the bucket list if you want i tell you with all <clears throat> with all happiness nxt you have went up this week That's right. Good job to you. Because you deserve it. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. And like always, it's always good to do this podcast for you guys. Like I said, during the week, it will be about <clears throat> all the other sports. The one during the during the weekend is for wrestling. Um, Obviously, since Friday night is SmackDown, so I got to wait till. After SmackDown to do it on Friday nights or Saturday. But it's always a pleasure to do this with you guys. Um, Like I said, I'll keep you guys updated with the baby. Um, Keep you guys updated with the scores, with the wrestling news. Everything you guys need to be updated with, I got you guys. And if there's a topic you guys would like me to talk about at any time during this podcast... Inbox me, DM me, whatever, email me, whatever it is. You can even drop me a comment on one of my one of the podcast sites, and I will see it. And you guys can tell me um what else you guys would like me to talk to you about. I I appreciate the feedback, guys. No doubt about that. It's all about making the show better for you guys, not for me, for you guys. That's right. Um, appreciate the love, though, guys, and uh. I can't, I, I want to keep on doing this for you guys, and which I will keep on doing it for you guys. Um, I've had a four-day weekend to just, like, rest and relax. Um, st- I started Wednesday night. I've had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sun- and tomorrow, Sunday off. But Sunday, my Philadelphia Eagles play and watch that, and then uh, just relax with the wife, I guess. All right. Well, um, like I said, I'll keep you updated with the baby, and... uh. Keep on rolling each and every week. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the two podcasts. I will see you guys next week. Enjoy. This is the Mark Cologne podcast.